Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. ...of a top public official in College Park, I'm Scott Gelman. A final conviction in what's been a long and painful journey for local families. I'm Nick Ainelli. D.C.'s Housing Authority plans to reopen the waitlist for public housing, frozen for a decade. I'm Megan Cloherty. Good morning. Welcome in 2 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Tom Foti in Washington, taken away from court after a very quick guilty verdict. Once prominent South Carolina lawyer Alec Murdoch finds out his sentence just a few hours from now. At minimum, he will get 30 years in prison after he was convicted of killing his wife and one of his sons. Murdoch also faces additional charges not directly related to this case. Legal analyst Tane Rosenbaum. The volume of Murdoch's lies and deceptions and his crooked dealings with clients and partners gave the jury little reason to see him in a favorable light. Liars are not necessarily murderers, but he was completely revealed in that courtroom. From Texas to the Mid-South, a major winter storm is now causing major problems. Hundreds of thousands are without power. Many flights have been canceled. The result of the very same system that did a number out west earlier in the week. A desperate scene in the mountains of California. People are trapped in their homes and have been for now more than five days because the streets are not plowed. Powerful images of the massive snowfall up to the rooftops. Miles and miles of streets buried. Impassable. Correspondent Jonathan Vigliotti in L.A. Just in, late word from way up high in Earth orbit. SpaceX on the big loop. Docking sequence complete. Or hard capture complete. Correction. That SpaceX capsule and its multinational crew of four docking safely at the International Space Station. Now correspondent Lilia Luciano with details on a much more troubled flight. A German Lufthansa jet from Austin, Texas to Frankfurt hitting severe turbulence about 90 miles after takeoff. Unexpected turbulence like that is precisely why it's so important to keep your seatbelt on at all all times, even when the sign is off. That passenger we talked to said the captain upon landing went to check on every passenger seat by seat. And that, by the way, included actor Matthew McConaughey and his wife who were on that flight. In a move that could open the door to more legal action against former President Trump, the Justice Department tells the courts Trump can be sued by injured Capitol Police officers and Democratic lawmakers over that violent Capitol riot of his followers on January 6th of 2021. Legal analyst Lori Levinson with what the issue was. This is a situation where Trump really was inciting people to storm in and hurt those in the Capitol, or was it something less than that? just presidents speaking like presidents do, and therefore he would be shielded. On the Health Watch, a new report predicting more than half the world's population will be overweight by 2035. The problem is rising particularly fast among children and in low- and middle-income countries in Asia and Africa. As well as the harm to individual health, the economic impact is huge. The Federation stresses that people with obesity are not personally to blame. This is CBS News. Buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> and now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart. Heart and brain. Who's with me? Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. <laughs> WTOP at 203. 
Good Friday morning, March 3rd, 2023. Welcome in. Partly to mostly cloudy overnight early morning. Colder by daybreak lows in the 30s and 40s. We're at 45 in our nation's capital right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your 2 a.m. hour ride. Among the top stories we're following for you locally this morning as we head into this day together, we begin with the word of a teenage boy dead this morning, another hospitalized, all of this after they were apparently shot near Upper Marlboro, Maryland on Thursday night, last night. Prince George's police say this morning it happened around 8.40 in the evening on Parkstone Drive near Richmond Run. Officers found one of the male teens dead at the scene. The other teen was taken to the hospital, we're told, in stable condition this morning. Homicide detectives are looking this hour for a motive and suspect in the case. They are asking anyone who has info to contact Prince George's County Police as soon as possible. Shockwaves roll through an area city. This as news continues to spread that the now former mayor of College Park is being held this week without bond on child pornography charges. It's disturbing uh, in so many ways. The investigation only started a couple of weeks ago, and now Prince George's County Police Chief Malik Aziz says 47-year-old Patrick Wyon is charged with 40 counts of possession of child exploitative material and 16 counts of distribution of the same child exploitative material. Court documents describe horrific scenes involving young boys and say Wyon admitted to police that they existed on his devices. Police say more charges are likely to be filed in the future. In the time between when his home was searched on Tuesday and when he was arrested, Wyon resigned as the mayor of College Park. At Prince George's County Police Headquarters, John Dome in WTOP News. The College Park City Council held an emergency meeting last night, Thursday night, following the arrest and resignation of Mayor Patrick Wyon. Today has been a very difficult day for the residents, staff, and elected officials in College Park. Like our community, we are shocked and disturbed by the arrest and charges filed against the former mayor. That was Mayor Pro Tem Denise Mitchell. Mitchell will serve as the presiding officer until a new mayor is sworn in after a special election which must be held within 65 days. The council voted to remove Wyon from all committees and boards. The City Board of Election Supervisors will meet later today, this Friday, to discuss a special election. Wyatt is expected in court for a hearing today to determine if he will remain in custody or will receive bond for a pretrial release. WTOP at 2.06. This is Scott Gelman. Here in College Park, the arrest of Mayor Patrick Wyon left residents stunned. Total shocked. Totally shocked. Real heavy on the cringe factor. I mean, this is just like too close to home. That's College Park resident Drake Allen. I mean, it doesn't happen around here, you know what I mean? Michael Weaver has lived in College Park for 20 years. The kids, you know, once in a while they break in and, you know, other people break in their rooms and stuff like that, but nothing like the, the bear. In a statement, the city says, quote, we are shocked and disturbed by the news. What has come to light in this investigation is a total surprise to us. Outside City Hall and College Park, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Now, Wyon is married to an employee of Hubbard Radio, Washington, D.C., which owns WTOP. WTOP News Time, now 2.06. President Joe Biden says if a GOP-backed measure to stop D.C. from revising its criminal code makes it to his desk, he will sign it. This comes as a blow to D.C. leaders behind the rewriting of penalties and punishments for crimes in D.C. Congresswoman Eleanor Holmes Norton says it was a sad day for D.C. home rule and further says that D.C. residents' right to self-governance is 
stunned by this, which she claims that President Biden himself actually highlighted in his administration statement of administration policy issued mere weeks ago. A 28-year-old man charged with shooting and killing two in Fairfax County convicted for the second and final time. Johannes Nesebu faces life in prison when he's sentenced in June after a jury found him guilty of voluntary manslaughter in connection with the killing of Henoch Johannes in 2016. This is his second conviction, as last year he was found guilty of first-degree murder in the killing of Kidest Semena. Prosecutors say Nesebu killed both of those victims after a drug deal went bad, then fled to Ethiopia. Fairfax County Commonwealth's attorney Steve Descano says it took a while to get him back here to face charges. This is a crime that happened seven years ago. This was a long and painful journey. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Good Friday morning, March 3rd, 2023. Welcome into WTOP, where the time now is 2.08. Traffic and weather on the gates and when it breaks 24-7. Good morning to Ian Crawford at the WTLP Traffic Center. Well, there, Dino, settling down very nicely. Just a few work zones to step around. We start in Virginia, outbound or westbound on 66. Coming out of the Roslyn Tunnel or getting through the Roslyn Tunnel, you're going to find the right lane getting by there. But again, with very little or no delay, thanks to no volume on the roadway. Outside the Beltway, westbounders near 123 and again near 29 Centerville and yet again near Sudley Road all over to the left. To the single file for a brief point, and then pass that you are good as you make your way toward Gainesville. The ride from Haymarket is quiet, no issues pending, and no work zone so far eastbound all the way to the Roslyn Tunnel and onto the Roosevelt Bridge. On the Dulles Connector Road, the eastbound ramp to the inner loop of the Beltway blocked by overnight work. Outer loop of the Beltway after the GW Parkway, two left lanes getting by the overnight work. Inbound, inner loop, I should say, near I 66. It was a right lane to get by that part of the work. Very little, if any, delay doing it. On the rest of the Capitol Beltway, it is good. The Maryland Beltway is remarkably quiet. Please, by all means, keep it that way between Bethesda and Oxon Hill. 95, no reported delays between the Beltways. BW Parkway, one fly in the ointment now. It is only northbound after 197. The guardrail work blocking the left side. 270, uneventful between Frederick and the Lane Divide. No issues coming out of Southern Maryland this morning on 301 as you pass through La Plata and Waldorf up to Brandywine. Route 4 is okay all the way up to Upper Marlboro. And in the district, the earlier crash we had, DC 295 northbound, is gone. Looking for a new car? The wait is over. Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of new and used cars to you choose from. Visit Fitzball.com. Transparency you can trust. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. We've got rain on the radar. Storm Team 4 and weather alert as the rain is moving in with the cold as well. So not only will you need the umbrellas, you'll need the coats too. As we make our way through the afternoon, we'll see a little bit of a reprieve from the rain. Just some showers during the afternoon, but then heavier rain moving in on our Friday night. So if you're heading out Friday night, make sure you bundle up and keep that umbrella handy. Saturday, much better. High temperatures in the mid-50s, but still rather windy. On Sunday, we'll see high temperatures in the mid to upper 50s. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Right now, we are back up to 49 degrees in our nation's capital. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. For the time now is 2.10 Money News. Each half hour at 10 and 40 past the hour on WTOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Wall Street begins the Friday session with modest gains for the week. The interest rate outlook continues to drive the market. A comment from the president of the Atlanta Fed that there could be a pause in interest rate hikes this summer sent stocks higher yesterday. The Dow led the rally, gaining 1%. 
The S&P and NASDAQ added seven-tenths. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen says the Fed needs to reduce the heat in the job market. But she tells American Public Media's Marketplace program that she does not mean that people need to lose their jobs. She says more should be done to increase the supply of workers. Nordstrom is shutting down its Canadian operations as part of an effort to simplify its business. The company has six Nordstrom stores and seven off-price rack locations north of the border. They employ about 2,500 people. The closings are expected to be complete by mid-year. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. This is WTOP News. Good morning. I'm Dean Blaine. Welcome in. A man was stabbed to death in the Pentworth Library in Northwest D.C. this week. Police say the victim was sitting at a computer when he was attacked. While some people did help stop the attacker, the victim died in the library. We have the knife. We have our uh, stabber in custody. Unfortunately, the person he was stabbing has been pronounced. D.C. police say the attack was targeted and that the two men did know each other. Both men were unhoused. The outdoor facilities around Silver Springs Northwood High School will be closed until further notice. This after the area was targeted by a hate group with flyers that contained anti-Semitic language and hate speech. The Washington Post reports this week the high school's administration calls this an outside hate group. The flyers were posted apparently at the same locations on athletic fields four times. A letter from the principal sent to the school community does not name the group, and we don't know what the flyers actually say. The closure starts on Saturday this weekend. Residents in East Palestine, Ohio, finally got their chance to confront representatives from the Norfolk Southern Rail Company during a town hall on Thursday. The EPA, Environmental Protection Agency, meantime ordering the rail company to expand its testing to include chemicals that stay in the environment longer. This morning, CBS News correspondent Lana Zach was at the meeting and explains what happened inside. Once you heard the EPA start to say, can repeat those lines, that it's safe here, that's when you saw the, the members of the community there start to get really upset, say, you lie. At another point when the EPA said, we are going to hold Norfolk Southern responsible and make sure that they are fully cleaning up the contamination in the area, they've submitted their plan and we're going to make sure that they follow it. Meanwhile, Norfolk Southern CEO will testify before a Senate hearing a week from now on next Thursday. The death toll has risen to at least 57 now after a terrible train crash in Greece this week. The head-on collision between two trains happened on Wednesday as a result of human error, according to police. The station master in the city, who watches over the area of tracks where the crash happened, has been charged with manslaughter. No words this morning on what the station master is being charged with. Close to 50 people were hurt hurts in the crash. A Pennsylvania man will remain behind bars after the TSA make, uh, make explosives found that literally in his suitcase they found explosives this week. 40-year-old Mark Muffley of Lansford checked a suitcase with explosive materials, fuses, and a lighter in his suitcase for a flight to Florida. He's accused of running out of airport, the airport when he heard his name paged. His lawyer says the construction worker only wanted to set fireworks off on a Florida beach. But the judge in the case says he knew the items were prohibited on the flight. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. With just one touch, you can listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Download the WTOP app and choose it in your car's display. 
so you never miss the stories you want to know, the news you need to know, or the traffic you want to avoid. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org. Insured by NCUA. Thank the Lord for the night You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Here's your Jill on Money question of the day. Terry from Pennsylvania asks, My husband and I are in our 30s with one child. We have a mortgage, are maxing out our 401ks, and have term life insurance. With an extra $1,500 or so each month, what should we be doing with it? Okay, Terry, first, we want to make sure you've got adequate savings, which could cover 6 to 12 months of your living expenses. Next, focus on education and retirement. Open a 529 plan for your child, and then look into opening a Roth IRA or a brokerage account for you guys. Good luck. Have a question? Go to JillOnMoney.com. Biggest names in politics. Whoa, that's news. Are we at a tipping point? Face the questions you want answered. Can you walk the American people through what happens next? Are you saying you did not ever hear of such a deal? Face the Nation with Margaret Brennan. Hi, I'm Kirsten from Pentatonics. We've all learned how to cope with more time alone. With more time spent isolated or at home, the need for companionship has grown. If you've considered adding a pet to your family, please check with your local shelters and foster organizations. Stray pet numbers have grown immensely over the past several years, and the trauma cost to these animals is devastating. Adopt pets, they need us more than we know. This message is courtesy of the United States Air Force. Hi there, it's Scott from Pentatonics. So from the beginning of our journey in music, the foundation has been music education. It's so incredibly important that we continue to show kids the importance of music in our schools, in our homes, and even in the car. Music is such a powerful expression of emotion and individuality, and we are responsible for keeping the love for music alive. This message is courtesy of the United States Air Force. When you see smoke on the horizon, you turn on WTOP. Because WTOP is first with the news when seconds count. Day or night, our reporters are live on the scene when news happens. We're here in Delray. Breaking news from Ruston. We're in Hyattsville. So whether it's a fire or some other breaking story, you'll be up to date. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks on WTOP. Capital Beltway, the only flies in the ointment still are going to be our work zones in Virginia. So let's start there. Outer loop of the Capital Beltway. As you come off the Legion Bridge into the Cone Zone near the GW Parkway, it's going to be two left lanes getting by after exit 43. No fuss getting through this one, but be aware of it as you come off the Legion Bridge from Maryland into Virginia. On the inner loop, the work was near I-66. Single right was getting by at last report. Capitol Beltway is otherwise quiet. On 66, however, everything is westbound. All the work is westbound, and it starts almost as soon as you come off the Roosevelt Bridge in the Roslyn Tunnel. Single right past that work zone. Then it is nice and quiet all the way to the Capitol Beltway. And beyond the Beltway, you'll find work zones in three different spots. Westbound on 66, near exit 60 for Route 123, after exit 52 for 29 Centerville, and again... After Sudley Road, in each case, you're over to the left at a single file. Not for a very long period of time, but be aware of it and be ready to shift over as you hit those work zones. 
on westbound 66. Eastbound, no work zone sighted. On the Dulles Connector Road, your eastbound ramp to the inner loop, Dungon, see you by. That is blocked by work overnight. And then in Maryland, Beltway between Oxon Hill and Bethesda is very unremarkable. No reported delays, no issues pending. One work zone on the BW Parkway was northbound after 197. Guardrail work was over on the left. You were getting by at single file to the right. 95 is drama-free between the Bellways. 270, Frederick to the Lane Divide. No reported issues pending. And on 50 across the Bay Bridge, still doing the two-way samba on the westbound sand. Uh, westbound span, I should say. One lane in each direction to and from the shore. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking rain making its way in across our area as we make our way through the next couple of hours. So expect a wet morning commute if you uh, are heading out and about. That rain moving in around 7, 8 o'clock, and it's going to be on the heavy side as we make our way through the morning hours. It's also going to be quite chilly. Temperatures will fall into possibly even the upper 30s to low 40s around the area. I'm thinking low 40s in the city, but it could be even colder off to the north and west. But this will all be rain. Now, that rain continuing through the day, we will see a little bit of a let-up during the afternoon, but then heavier rain moves in later in the evening hours. So heads up for that as well, picking up anywhere between a half an inch and an inch of rain on our Friday, a cold Friday. Saturday, not bad. Highs in the mid-50s, a little bit on the windy side. And on Sunday, going for a high of 58 with sunshine. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. This is WTOP News. Metro this week reporting a post-COVID pandemic ridership record. 318,000 hopped on the Metro trains this week, Wednesday midweek, to get around the DMV. That's actually 5,500 more people than the previous post-pandemic high on October 12th. While up, though, the ridership numbers are still way down from pre-pandemic daily highs. Those hovered around 600,000 riders. Metro bus crashed into a jewelry store in Wheaton this week, hurting three. Montgomery County Police say the bus rammed into the jewelry buyer's store off of Veers Mill Road after colliding with a minivan. Now, Metro Police now say the driver of the van faces several charges in this case, including an unsafe lane change. Police say the bus driver has minor injuries, as do two people who were inside the van at the time. promised a future full of flying cars, right? Well, the future's already here, sort of, with automakers and spending billions to develop self-driving cars these days. But how do people actually feel about autonomous cars? 68% of drivers indicated that they have a fear of self-driving vehicles. That number was up from 55% last year. Regina Ali with AAA Mid-Atlantic says there may be some confusion about what's out there. Since one in 10 in their survey believe they could buy a car today that would drive itself while they're asleep. Currently, there is no such vehicle available for purchase that would allow someone to fully disengage. But drivers do like features like blind spot warnings and automatic emergency braking. Six in 10 U.S. drivers would definitely or probably want these systems in their next car purchase. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. More student drivers these days are apparently failing their driving test in D.C. because they can't parallel park. The D.C. Department of Motor Vehicles added parallel parking back to its test back in 2021. And that said failure rates up 10% according to our news partners over at NBC4. The skill was removed from the test in 2009. 
Now, if you do fail, you have six more chances to retake the test before you will be forced to wait a year to try again. Keep that in mind. It's my house and I live here. What's getting bigger in D.C. and smaller in Silver Spring? It's your apartment. A new study from Rent Cafe says over the last 10 years, the size of new apartments being built in Silver Spring has dropped by about 15 percent down to 780 square feet, the largest decrease in size nationwide found by the study. It also finds apartment sizes are dropping in Alexandria and Richmond. The trend is the opposite in D.C. with apartments growing by about nine square feet. That's just one percent, but still bucks the national trend of smaller and smaller apartments being built. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Y'all feeling lucky? Luke Combs here, and I have an exclusive opportunity for you to win a half a million dollars by joining me in the Living Lucky with Luke Combs Lottery Experience. And it rains at pours for lucky fans and lottery players who enter to win a chance of a lifetime. Join me in Nashville for a private concert at the iconic Ryman Auditorium in 2024. One lucky winner will have the chance to walk away with a half million dollars at the end of the show. From the Virginia Lottery, learn more at balottery.com slash lucky. This message is for Shauna, my mom who just finished her high school diploma. I wanted to say I'm so proud of you for finishing school. You told me it's never too late to achieve your dreams. I hope to make you as proud as you have made me. When you graduate, they graduate. Finish your high school diploma for you and for them. Visit finishyourdiploma.org to find free and supportive adult education centers near you. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. The Wizards beat the Raptors 119-108 in the first of consecutive games between these two playoff contenders at Capital One Arena. Kyle Kuzma set the pace, scoring the game's first 10 points on his way to a game-high 30, telling NBC Sports Washington. This is probably the biggest game of the year. We just followed our game plan to a T. We knew what they wanted to do offensively. We had a great, great uh, game plan. We stuck to it. Everybody was in their strengths, helping each other on the string, and it really propelled us to get this victory. So did the return of Kristaps Porzingis from a two game absence to score 25 points and help the Wiz get their first home win over the Raptors in five years. In the Patriot League tournament, American erased an early 11-point deficit in Annapolis. They stunned Navy 52-51 and advanced to the semifinals Sunday. Senior day at Howard went very well. The Bison cruised to an 87-67 victory over Norfolk State to win the MEAC regular season title for the first time since 1987. And the Howard women never trailed the Spartans in a 60-55 victory to a winning season and a 10 and 4 conference mark. Longtime NFL referee Jerome Boger is retiring after 19 seasons as an official. Among his career highlights, he refereed Super Bowl 47, that Ravens win over the 49ers interrupted by a Superdome power outage, and he led the NFL's first all-black officiating crew in 2020. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. If you spend more time with your foot on the brake pedal than on the gas pedal, maybe you need to spend more time with us. The WTOP traffic team tells you where the problems are. There's a three-car crash on the Beltway. Traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8th, around the clock. Only on WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. Don't you wish your life came with a warning app? 